fraternal greetings and a warm welcome to India's first and only Freemasonic podcast, The Ashlers, a unique podcast that is hosted by Masons aiming to share information and the timeless wisdom around Freemasonry with the rest of the world, thus sharing the light of Masonry far and wide. As a disclaimer, the thoughts and opinions shared by the hosts and participants on the Ashlers is solely their own and thus do not represent any official positions or proclamations of any Grand Lords thereof. Be assured that best efforts have been made to keep the conversations and presentations on the level for brethren and non-Masons alike. Welcome folks, this is part 2 that is carrying forward from the discussion we were having in episode 23 from season 2. We are now discussing and will be concluding a wonderful paper titled Is Freemasonry Still Relevant Today? An amazing paper by Right Worshipful Brother Zavare H. Wadia from Lodge Hamilton number 26. So on with what Rinesh was about to cover. Rinesh, over to you. The first point which the paper talks about is man's need to socialize. When we use this word, right, every other person would have nodded their head. Yes, we definitely need to socialize. The reasons have definitely changed, right? Like the olden time, the socialization was different, wherein to exchange ideas and all. It might have become different, but certain principles are still there. Yesterday, yesterday itself, I was talking with uh, our uh, assistant regional grandmaster, very worshipful brother Amar Rao. Uh, I was actually in the lodge meeting yesterday and he was sitting there and he told me that he had actually had a meeting with his uh, alumni group. Again, I, I, I like bringing this whole alumni group. The reason is because somehow I kind of feel that they actually have that same bonding which I really see in Freemasonry as well. So he, he was talking about that they all came together. He had some of them who came all the way from Australia because obviously for some work or uh, for what they wanted to be in India for. But they all joined and it was all at the spur of the moment. They just called up. They came to one location. They had a gala time. They had like four or five hours. They were all remembering their emotion for their, their uh, yesteryears. They were remembering what actually happened in their college and what is going on in their life. So all that happened. That's your socializing. But do you actually want to wait for that long? For him, he told me that they are anyway planning for a 45 years uh, next year, 45 year reunion. I'm like, wow, 45 years. That's like really good. They did. They completed 25. They have completed 40. They wanted to do 45 as well. I'm like, wow, that's that's huge. But do I really want to actually go through this whole 25 years, 40 years? Yes, with a certain group, definitely, because that's the only way I can do it. But what about others? Others do not, don't, I don't think I am actually been able to do this because I honestly don't even have such kind of a a fun crowd to be part of. And that's where this socializing comes into aspect. People in general would like to actually be with other people so that they can talk, they can communicate. We might say that we would like to be alone in our own world, which which should be true, but it is not the general case for everybody. And that's where these need of socializing come. When they meet a stranger for the first time, we all know what we feel as soon as we discover this stranger is a brother. 
think how soon we open up to each other sharing experiences that's what we also spoke about at the at the beginning of this episode now this itself is a proof of that attachment that belonging to that fraternity and that is one of the biggest need of socializing to know to do something for that as a man by default is a social animal as i said no matter what you want to say we need that contact we need that connect with other human being and that's exactly what freemasonry can give you the another point that the paper talks about is you know about competitiveness versus fraternity now rinesh in some ways just touched upon this when he was speaking about brotherhood and having that social thing right let me ask you this you bring a few people together there is bound to be some level of com- competitiveness or competition in something right someone shows off a fancy watch or a, you know some particular thing that they're working on it could be anything it could be light hearted it could be very serious but what the paper here is trying to say is that there is an aspect of difference between competitiveness and fraternity in general I and mean, in just trying to you know uh, summarize and simplify what is being said in the paper but essentially when we bring competitiveness into the mix right what happens is that it tends by its general nature it tends to polarize or you know make groups of or bring some sort of a difference so to speak between the individuals concerned or the groups of people concerned now it's not always a bad thing uh, just as an example uh, in in uh, lodges we sometimes have a, a friendly competition to see who does some rituals in the best manner possible right so we all put in our efforts uh, that's a very good kind of a comi- uh, competition because it helps us improve and brush up and understand the different ceremonies that we do and in the process we you know start gaining those important points that help us make ourselves better people like rinesh was talking about someone who was so introvert he could not even talk in front of a few people and now this person goes out giving lectures right so that's fine but if we talk about fraternity right what is fraternity uh, rinesh has already spoken about or <laughs> brought up the um, alumni group a few times i think he's pretty enamored with that but then again the idea is that you have a group of people who are meeting together because they share a common bond they have had similar experiences right and they all share memories out of it or they all share certain values that comes out of that uh, that camaraderie or that comes out of that association so to speak right there is no competition invo- involved in that it's not like oh i'm you know part of 1964 and i'm better than the guys from 1968 that's not the point it's all that okay they are all part of the same institution right and and they would have similar stories of their deans and what not and you know crack jokes but the point is that people who have shared similar if not the same experiences have the same memories share the same values have the same thought process way of life what have you they come together and you know revel in each other's company going back to the previous point of being social being social in a safe environment in an environment where you know we we find ourselves in the other person let me put it that way right if i am a mason and i see another mason i'm seeing myself in him and he sees himself in me because we have similar experiences 
and thought processes. Uh, you want to take the next point, Ranish? Definitely. Uh, so the next one which we are talking about is discussion of general issues. Uh, we have been talking about this, or rather, informed this right from the beginning, that the two topics which we refrain from talking about inside the lodge room is politics and religion. and this is not something which we decided uh, some uh, 10 years down back or some 50 years back or 100 years back this has been there for perpetuity i would say so freemasonry in its uh, current sense is almost 300 odd years old uh, and from that time or rather obviously before that itself politics and religion were always kept outside and it had a historical impact or sorry rather a reason for it uh, if you go back to your history books and try reading it from that perspective what exactly was happening during the time when freemasonry formed itself into a grand lodge back in 1717 there was a rift thanks to the whole aspect of politics the jacobites the hanoverians you, you will find a lot of information about those things and just imagine if you bring that animosity inside or rather just bring that animosity anywhere on the table you don't need to go far right today whatsapp groups itself are enough for you to actually fight with your old friend with your family members with your uncle and with your uncle and aunts on what what reasons right just so during that time when obviously what we are seeing today technically is nothing compared to what the world had actually gone through already because at that moment they had gone through a lot there was bloodshed there was uh, finger pointing there was a lot of wrong things which were happening and obviously at that moment this group right they said you know what we have come here to do one good thing which is basically learn from each other do good do better understand make ourselves better pe- better person and in that why do i want to actually fight about some stuff which might not last for that long uh, ironic that it is still lasting for this long but last for that long in the sense of it actually does not hold meaning talk to any two people who have been fighting especially maybe a couple and after some hours of fighting assuming that they have not uh, reconciled you go and ask them and talk to them and ask them about what exactly did you guys start off with they might not even remember they might have thought about something it had triggered something else they brought some other topic now is this something which we want to do in freemasonry definitely not and that is exactly why we do not discuss politics and religion inside the lodge room but does it mean that i cannot discuss it definitely not again you can discuss it and we have been discussing about it i remember i have so many conversations with like minded folks wherein i have kind of told them you know what guys i feel this is what the the book says about and I, this is my interpretation what do you think your so this thing happens but you know what the most important aspect about that is we are civil we understand that the other person has all the rights to have that opinion he is not forcing his opinion on me nor am i forcing my opinion on him maybe i am majority maybe he is majority does not matter at all we are civil we understand that he can have his opinion he can have his belief and he can continue living with that and i will have my own set of beliefs and opinions and i will continue living like that what matters is discussion of these general issues what seems to be of most important when we enter a lodge and and our group in order is to fulfill others needs how do we fulfill others needs by understanding their problems making sure that we un- listen to them or rather even give them a shoulder to cry on and then afterwards help them with whatever can possible imagine a new initiate what does he feel he has enough and more opportunities when he comes into a group where you have a 60 plus 
fun loving guy who is actually talking to us in a very casual manner and also a 25 year old man who's standing in front of you and explaining you some amazing concepts about ai that new person who's joining he feels that is a hell lot of opportunities for him to do here because he is in the group of so some amazing folks with such variety or with such a knowledge it seems that when all is said and done after having taken care of your material need after having taken care of your personal family need we still need to satisfy one which is social need and that is where freemasonry might come into place and that is where and and when you come there right you obviously are going to discuss a lot of things right and maybe it's politics maybe it's religion but understand you are on the same ground where the other person is where the other person is also standing so you need to understand that person's perspective we have not just wrote the line like keep yourself in other man's shoes and understand their perspective just not for the sake of saying it it actually means something now one of the factors influencing the strength or weakness of freemasonry today is our realization that we need to satisfy this need or lose the interest of many brethren and that it's the key factor which matters when you bring a new person inside by curtailing certain ideas might not be the right way but by channelizing those ideas to the right place or at the right time is the right thing to do so maybe these general issues should be taken up but always understand who you are and what that other person is shishir can we move on to the next one which is a really interesting point which i know you have been talking about Yeah, or rather we and, spoke about it before <laughs> yeah and in fact uh, you know you have given me kind of like a segue when you were talking about identify who you are and whom you're talking about now the next point uh, in this paper it says should we change our principles of morality i think this is a very loaded question if you <laughs> yeah. if you ask me <laughs> so why don't we just take maybe a minute and try and ask ourselves you know to you the listeners what is morality what do you think is morality what is moral in your mind when when someone says oh this is a very immoral act then what is the moral act to be done over here uh in the in this particular paper there's one in, very basic thing that he says uh, the author says i'll read it verbatim basic principles of morality remain unchanged even though their applications may have changed in time this is a very simple but very important line actually if you think about it this is a very important point that he brings up over here uh and then further he says in the 18th century all men are born equal back in those days what it basically meant was that you had the nobility and then you had sort of like a middle class and then you had the people who you know were not even considered equals but then they still had this thought that okay all men are born equal can this line be held true in today's time if i were to say oh we are all born equal there are just these two other groups whom are uh, just kind of like that that would be very wrong right in today's time we need to understand we need to realize we need to acknowledge that by a uh, general every human being is biased right we all have our own favorite set of biases and we don't even know that we have it we just act in light of it 
without even realizing that we might be hurting someone or we might be holding certain thoughts or ideas about some people which may actually not be the right thing to hold and does that mean that i need to change myself well of course you need to change yourself in some way but if we talk about an at an institutional level does masonry have to change of course it has to change too and what is masonry made of you and me people right so with times we have to change however however going back to this line basic principles of morality remain unchanged even though their applications may have changed in time i think that is key looking or seeking for equality treating people equally and fairly should not be something that has to be updated saying that okay uh, now we will increase our definition of equality no it has to come down to the basics saying that no matter who it is that we deal with it is a human being just like you and i and we have to treat them so right in the context of where we are we may have to see it may apply differently maybe in america may apply differently say in india or russia that doesn't matter but i think the basic principles have to be applied practiced in context of today what do you think rinesh does that feel like it's i've gone off the rails here <laughs> no 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 i i actually feel this is a, you're doing you're done a great job in uh bringing that such a huge topic into small thing i think this itself can be a good paper about what morality is all about why do we consider equal and you know what the interesting point is in this paper it kind of brings that aspect that maybe freemasons were not able to change a lot but we were still responsible for some stuff which we were able to do like imagine um i i can actually bring out the very good example of the first black freemason who was actually brought into freemasonry for whatsoever reason it was and again i'm i will request uh, folks to please read the history of these things to understand it in a very neutral aspect rather than my personal opinion or or shish's personal opinion when that person actually was brought in and he was sitting over there they were not looking at the color they just asked that oh you are interested oh you are a, you are a man of 21 years of age oh you believe in god you are a free person please join at least one lodge definitely did think about it so for them at that moment they just considered them to be equal moral that itself is morality for me morality was all about deciding what is good what is bad now as as uh, shishir said it is a perception now that good or bad who defines it am i the one to define it am i is uh, shishir the one to define it yes it is the definition of me for myself it is the definition of shishir for himself not for others now is it a wrong definition yes there is also possibly and that's exactly what we are here for that's what we learn from others if a person thinks that what he's doing is absolutely right and he somehow comes to know in his journey that it is wrong or something is definitely not right or he has to change it he needs to change it and he will change it if he wants to improve himself if he wants to do something better in that and that's what the point this entire point is all about this i'll just uh... Rinesh, yeah. I'll give one example, okay? As you were mm-hmm. saying, that one example came to my mind. Imagine you have a person from, say, um, let's say from the 12th century BC, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, not BC, AD, <laughs> 12, mm-hmm. 1200s, okay? Maybe that person back then in that point of time could have been considered a very upright, upstanding individual in the society that he or she is living in. And through... 
you know some magic of science we happy to teleport that person into today's time yeah will his <laughs> or her ideas of being an upright upstanding person in the society hold good or true in today's time i'm not too sure no but if that yeah right <laughs> and and if that person says oh no i am following the right principles and this is uh, the right thing to do uh, but he or she refuses to change is that the right approach to go about it not really so again your principles may be the same but in reference to the time the context the place the company where you are in all that also matters sometimes some things cannot change you might be in a company of racists according to whom treating people of a certain uh, color or or faith or you know a race uh, might be absolutely normal you, you are supposed to be treating them like shit according to such people but do you change your idea of equality because you are with such people and you also start treating becoming a racist no that's also wrong so it's a very dicey it's a very gray kind of an area and i think that's where uh, you know using one's uh, you know using one's mental faculties your common sense your general moral compass i think that is what is important and it comes down to a very simple thing that am i uh, badly affecting someone is someone getting hurt because of my actions thoughts or words uh, i think that's again a very general sense of right and wrong that all of us have it's just a matter of sometimes listening to your inner voice and going with mm. your instincts at times again it's not a perfect science and we are not here to preach you of how to be a better person and what not but the idea is that these are things which needs your own mental you know uh, faculties to kick in and sometimes common sense is better than anything else yes and that this is and you know when you discuss all these things that's the final question which the paper talks about so is freemasonry still relevant what does it have to do what, what all of these thing have to do with freemasonry it says it asks a good question do we all succeed do we always succeed we do not right we are normal human beings we have some weaknesses we are always not able to live up to our expectations so when i completed my mastership in the year 2020 and uh, again in 2021 i was obviously not happy about it at all because first thanks to covid i was not able to do anything considering most of the meetings were had to be abandoned but at the same time i was not able to do certain aspects of like calling up everybody regularly and all those things so these are some of the points which i was actually making out or said okay i really need to change something about this i don't know what is going on so then i made up an idea that okay maybe in future i should be able to do something when i am actually again but does it stop me from doing it today not exactly i can still reach out not necessarily as the head of the org as the head of my lodge but as as just a as just a brother of my lodge and call up my guys and talk to them or rather at least whenever i meet them ask them about how how things are going at least let's do that and that itself is the start we do not are always able to live up to our own expectations forget somebody else's okay somebody else's expectations are way above they are like mount everest and we are like somewhere in marina trench so that's very difficult so but at least your own expectations and if you are not able to live up to your expectation what are the next steps to be done and this is where a group like freemasonry might be able to help the group which you are in the the ideas which are generated that actually helps you it's interesting that freemasonry flourishes in societies in which men have beliefs and a sense of commitment 
an atmosphere in which one regards his duty to fight for causes he believes in please understand when we are talking about fight does not mean that we are actually encouraging you to just take up some a banner and go and stand and do something about it what we are saying do the right thing if you know something is wrong is happening in front of you and it is wrong in the general sense for every other person stand up for it it means to take up action to take action against those things and why do you take action because you are a human being you want the other human being also to be respected to be treated well which place i i think i saw this somewhere you can be whatever you want to be after you become human being isn't that worthy enough for this to live a life that was good man one point this paper brings shishir is freemasonry cannot flourish in a society in which there exists an atmosphere of apathy due to the view that nothing can be done to change injustice this is like we are living in a world where we feel oh i can't do anything about this right like somebody is doing wrong i i can't do anything about it yes you might not be able to go and confront that person but you can definitely highlight those things so do the right stuff at least think what you're doing it pains it honestly pains if you see something wrong and we have not taken actions against this yes there is a possibility that i might not be able because i'm not strong enough but is that the only way why can't we use some other options so is freemasonry relevant today definitely yes because it helps you to learn these things to understand these concepts and make sure that you follow those tenets and principles which we read day in day out in our meetings when you read about brotherly love you remember that other brother who needed help and whether you are in that position to help him when you read about the relief you think about the person whom you met on the way whom you know is a genuinely is a person who definitely needs your help in some shape or form and you do that truth that concept itself is so big there are so many things in this world which we would like to learn start with the small stuff and let's carry on going back to one point that we brought up maybe in the beginning of this uh, episode hmm it's one thing to do spoon feeding or hand holding or giving dictates saying that it's my way or the highway it's quite another to give you the knowledge give you the information and maybe some basic instructions and then leave you to your own devices so you can chart your own course i think that is what masonry does because there is no dogma in masonry unlike religion religion is dogmatic meaning True. it has some very black and white uh you know pronouncements pretty much every religion has that uh sometimes your journey may not be even your journey because it is dictated by terms and conditions which religion by its nature i'm not saying it's a good or a bad thing but i'm just talking about the general nature of it right whereas in masonry it's it's all about your journey you have been given the charges you have been given the lectures the symbols and everything has been explained to you now it's up to you what chart what course you decide what is your masonic career is in your hands by the way right so put it in that way it's in your hands now you decide what you want to do with that how do you become a good person of course there are people who can guide you there are people who can answer your questions but there is no one there is no one who can live your life for you who can do your actions for you you have to use your mind your body to make things happen so 
make sure what you do helps the society and yourself become a better mm. place and a better person i think yeah. overall this has been a very insightful paper really good paper i i really loved it and it, it's 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 a topic which can feel evergreen no matter when you read it i mean 100 That's years true. ago i can imagine brother in in india uh who might have been uh, or let's say close to the independence time right some brother who might be mm-hmm. thinking okay the brits are going now what is masonry still relevant do we still need it but then considering the kind of teachings it is it is having which is universally touching right it, it universally touches all aspects of someone's life obviously they found it to be relevant enough back then and today so many years after independence we guys who were born many years after independence still find it relevant and we still bring up this topic today <laughs> and i'm mm-hmm. sure another 10 15 years down the line this might come up again so i hope this to any brother in the future who might be questioning whether masonry is relevant will probably hear this episode and think that you know what it is it will always be it has always been so with that uh, folks i think i should hand it to renesh to give his final word of thanks and yeah. talk about a few important initiatives that is happening in masonry and any masons who are listening i'm sure you would like to uh listen to this so renesh ye the updates yeah. yeah thanks thanks a lot first of all i would like to obviously thank our uh, author right worshipful brother zavare wadia from lords hamilton number no. 26 surat who has written such an relevant paper i would say and uh, right worship with the raji sethi for giving me the opportunity of using this paper for our podcast now when we were speaking about this whole freemasonry being relevant whether this is going to help us or not going to help us there are many uh, brethren who have joined who kind of go through meetings after meetings and kind of still realize what's going on like where exactly is it going uh, what are the stuff which we are doing and most of the time we have always been told that come to the meeting listen to those portions and you will understand you will do this but as there is one topic right does morality need to change or does this thing need to change the same thing there are certain attributes of freemasonry which needs to change and one is education learning those things learning freemasonry and best part about it is we are at a place where at a juncture where thanks to this uh, new age communication we are able to do those things zoom podcasting like these but is this enough definitely not you can't definitely wait for like a uh, uh, a month for some episodes to come out which can teach you some about those things please search and you will definitely find many of them but still is that enough is this uh, is this a standardized approach so for that there have been two amazing initiatives which has actually come out okay i will talk obviously for my region so i know about that but i will also talk about what is happening under the grand lodge of india So the Grand Lodge of India has started something called as a Masonic education, and I request brethren to please reach out to the Grand Lodge of India to go through their go to their website, and you will find that information. Please reach out to them and get hands on those things. It's actually good. Let it be basic, but it is still good. Why? Because sometimes that basic helps you in going up, because they have planned it amazingly well. I am I have also taken part in that. I have got some of the modules. I'm actually going through those modules, and it has super interesting. these are things which i might have known but obviously it gives you different aspect to it or sometimes it adds little bit layer similarly the regional grand lodge of southern india has also started something very similar they have started a masonic academy 
and in that academy what they are doing is they have certain uh, documents which obviously will be shared with other brethren it's an open forum so it will be held under various masonic lodges or sorry masonic centers which are there so in bangalore obviously freemasons hall or in bangalore itself we can consider it similarly at other locations other people other folks are also going to work on those things so the idea is this document has certain points the point needs to be shared with the brethren so that the brethren start understanding them not just and see this is not random points taken out from somewhere okay this has been nicely curated by experts on all these things so that's exactly what the idea is now why was why did i have to bring this out obviously first because it started recently but the most important point is this is your way of understanding what freemasonry is all about and that's your first step of going forward so let's use that opportunity let's understand freemasonry through the rituals through its books through its lectures through these podcasts through various other youtube videos which are talking about these various aspects there are hundreds of information out of that 110 of those might be right your job is to find that 10 and you know how do you find it by discussing about it by talking about it so let's do that that's exactly what we are here to do to socialize thanks for that anish so with that folks we come towards the end of this episode and like i said uh, you know this season will be coming to an end soon and season 3 will be talking about interesting masons and interesting lodges uh, in india so there would be a lot of aspects uh, of indian masonry that you will get to know and hear about and you know it, it's definitely going to open your minds uh, that much i can tell you uh <laughs> now those of you who would be interested to get this paper uh please email us our email is the ashlers podcast at gmail.com so drop us an email and we will be happy to share that paper as a pdf with you uh you can find us on instagram our instagram handle is the ashlers podcast and uh, those of you who would like to hear these episodes we are available on many podcasting platforms more all the popular ones of course but if you want a curated list of where we are available you can just go to linktree uh, forward slash the ashlers podcast so we are you know kind of available all over the place and as always if there are anything uh, any any points that you would like to highlight to us any questions you have or if you kind of have some feedback for us we are all ears our mailboxes are open and available with lots of space so please make sure to you know drop in a line or two and we would love to you know ensure that we are uh, fitting in with the liking of what people want to hear and how they want to hear us um so with that folks thank you so much for your time have an amazing day goodbye Well, that just about wraps it up folks. We sincerely hope that you liked our episode and got a glimpse into the fascinating world of Freemasonry. And what better way than to hear about it from those who are the humble members of the Gentle Craft. If you have any queries about what we shared on this episode or generally on this podcast or even about Freemasonry, please check out the show notes. for links to the Grand Lords of India's website 
or feel free to write us an email. Please do look forward to the next episode.